Welcome back everyone to the Call to Action podcast. Today we're going to talk about what the strangest secret is. I remember everything I'm going to talk to you about today and many other podcasts. I didn't make any of this up. It's all coming through me. Today we're going to be talking about the strangest secret and what is the 30-day challenge. Let's cue the music and get right into it. Now, I'm guessing for a lot of you, this is not your first podcast. The first thing I would like to mention is that if you've ever failed in the past, it's not your fault. There's a lot of information out there, and it could be confusing. Many times, it's information overload that keeps you from success. It's okay. If you've been concerned in the past that you just can't succeed, I want to put those fears to rest. You can do this. You just need the right person to explain this to you. This is your call to action. If anyone's ever told you that you need a lot of money or a college degree to be successful, I'm here to tell you that they are wrong. Those people have their own reasons for them wanting you to think that, but I'm here to tell you it's not true. If you ever think that the government and the banks actually want you to fail, you're probably right. They don't benefit from you succeeding. They want to keep you in debt and in need. The difference with us is that we actually care about your success and truly want to see you living the life of your dreams. So that's why we are here for you. I know you have a dream of becoming successful and that starts with taking action. I want to show you how to make that happen during this podcast. Hi everyone, this is Albert B and welcome to the Call to Action podcast. I'd like to tell you about the strangest secret in the world. Some years ago, the late Nobel Prize winner, Dr. Albert Schweitzer, was being interviewed in London, and the reporter asked him, Doctor, what's wrong with men today? The great doctor was silent in a moment and then said, Men simply don't think. It's about this that I want to talk to you today. It's a great time to be alive, and man has looked forward to this time and dreamed of and worked towards for thousands of years. But since we are in this moment, we pretty much take it for granted. We live in America, and we are fortunate to live in the richest land that's ever existed, a country that is abundant of opportunity for everyone. We should be happy we don't live in Venezuela or Bangladesh. But you know what's happening? Well, let's take 100 men who start at the age of 25. Do you have any idea what will happen to these men by the time they're 65? These 100 men who start at the age of 25 believe that they're going to be successful. If you ask any one of these men or women if he wants to be successful, they will tell you they do. You would notice that they were eager towards life and full of excitement towards their future. Life seemed like a pretty amazing adventure to them. But by the time they're 65, only one person will be rich. Four will be financially independent. Five will still be working. 54 will be broke. Now think a minute. Out of 100, only five will be well off financially? Why do so many people fail? What has happened to their excitement? What happened when they were excited at the age of 25? What has become of their dreams, their hopes, their plans? Why is there such a large difference between what these men and women wanted to do and what they actually accomplished? When we say 5% achieve success, we have to define success. And here's the best definition I have ever been able to find. Success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. If a man or woman is working towards a predetermined goal and know where he or she is going, then they are a success. If you are not doing that, then you are a failure. Success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. A psychiatrist wrote a book called Man's Search for Himself. In this book, he says, 
The opposite of courage in our society is not cowardness. It is conformity. And who has that trouble today? Who is conforming? It's people. They're acting just like everyone else without knowing why, without knowing where they are going. Now think of it. In America right now, there are 47 million people 65 years and older, and most of them are broke. They are dependent on someone else's for necessities. Now we learn to read by the time we're seven, right? And we learn to make a living by the time we're 25 years old, right? Usually by that time, we're not only making a living, we're supporting our family. And yet by the time we're 65, we haven't even learned how to become financially independent. Why? We conform and the trouble is we are acting like the wrong percentage group, the 95% who don't succeed. Now, why do people conform? Well, the reality is that they don't know. These people believe that their lives are shaped by circumstances, by things that happen to them, by exterior forces. I call them outer direct people. A survey was once done with working men and women. And these people were asked, why do you go to work? Why do you get up in the morning? 19 out of 20 had no idea. If you asked them, they would say, well, everyone goes to work in the morning. And that's the reason they do it. It's because everyone else is doing it. Now let's get back to our definition of success. Who succeeds? The only person who succeeds is the person who progressively is realizing a worthy ideal. It's the person who says, I'm going to become this and works towards that goal. I'll tell you who the successful people are. Success is a school teacher who is teaching school because that's what he or she wants to do. The success is the woman who is a wife and a mother because she wants to become a wife and a mother and is doing a good job at it. The success is a man who runs the corner gas station because that was his dream. That's what he wanted to do. The success is a successful salesperson who wants to become the best successful salesperson at whatever it is they're selling. Success is anyone who is deliberately doing a predetermined job because that's what they decided to do deliberately, but only one out of 20 does that. That's why today there really isn't any competition unless we make it for ourselves. Instead of competing, all we have to do is create. You know, for my whole life, I've been looking for a key for which to determine the great outcome of life. I wanted to know, was there a key that would guarantee success? How could a person become successful? Then I thought, if somebody knows about it, are they going to use it? Well, you know what? There is such a key and I have found it. Have you ever wondered why so many men and women work so hard and honestly without ever achieving anything in particular, and others don't seem to work as hard, but yes, they, they seem to have everything. It's like they seem to have this magic touch. Have you ever heard of that before? It's like everything they touch turns to gold. Have you ever noticed that a man or a woman who becomes successful tends to continue to become successful? Also, have you noticed that a man who is a failure or a woman who is a failure tends to continue to fail? Well, it's because of goals. Some of us have goals, some don't. People with goals succeed because they know where they're going. It's that simple. Think of a ship leaving a harbor. This ship has a mapped out destination and it's planned. The captain and the crew know exactly where it's going and how long it'll take. 
It has a definite goal. Now, 9,999 times out of 10,000, it will get to where it's going. Now, let's take another ship, just like the first one. Let's not put a crew or let's not put a captain on it. Let's give it no aiming point, no goal, no destination. We just start the engines and let it go. I think you'll agree with me. If it gets out of the harbor, it will either sink or wind up on some deserted beach somewhere. It can't go any place because it has no destination, no guidance. And it's the same with a human being. You see, the American economy today can be very likened and similar to a convoy in a time of war. The entire economy is slowed down to protect its weakest link, just as that convoy had to go at the speed at which it needed to permit the slowest vehicle, vessel, to remain in its formation. That's why it's so easy to make a living today. It takes no particular brains or talents to make a living and support a family today. We have a choice of many jobs out there, our so-called security, if that's what a person is looking for, but we have to decide how, how high above the pay of a job do we want to aim. Now let's look back at the strangest secret in the world. The story I wanted to tell you today is, why do men and women with goals succeed in life and people without them fail? Well, let me tell you something in which, if you really understand, it will alter your life immediately. If you completely understand what I'm going to tell you from this moment, your life will never be the same again. You will suddenly find good luck just seems to be attracted to you. The things you want just seem to fall in line. And from now on, you won't have the problems, the worries, the anxieties that you have experienced before. Doubt, fear... Well, those will all be things of the past. Here is the key to success and the key to failure. We become what we think about. Now, let me say that again. We become what we think about. Throughout history, the greatest wise men and teachers and philosophers and prophets, they have all disagreed with one another on many different things. It's only on this one point that they are in complete unanimous agreement. Let me give you an example. Ralph Waldo Esmerd said, a man is what he thinks about all day long. William James said, the greatest discovery of my generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering their attitudes of mind. He also said, we need to act as if the thing in question were real and it will become real by growing into such a connection into our lives that it will become real. It will become so knit with habit and emotion that our interest in it will be those which characterize belief. He also said, if you only care enough for a result, you will almost certainly attain it. If you wish to be rich, you will be rich. If you wish to be learned, you will be learned. If you wish to be good, you will be good. Only then will you really wish these things and wish them exclusively and not wish at the same time a hundred other incompatible things just as strongly. This is what he said. You see, in the Bible, if you read in Mark 9.23, if thou attends to believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Dr. Norman Vincent Pill put it this way. This is one of the greatest laws in the universe. Fervently, I wish I would have discovered it as a very young man. You see, I realized this much later in my life. And I have found it to be one of the greatest, if not the greatest discoveries outside of my relationship with God. The great law briefly and simply stated that if you think in negative terms, 
you will get in negative results. If you think in positive terms, you will achieve positive results. George Bernard Shaw said, people are always blaming their circumstances for what they are. I don't believe in circumstances. The people who get on with this world are the people who get up and look for the circumstances they want. If they can't find them, they make them. That's pretty apparent, isn't it? And every person who discovered this for a while believed that this was the first one to work it out. You see, we become what we think about. Now, it makes sense that a person who is thinking about a worthy goal is going to reach it because that's what he or she is thinking about. And we become what we think about. You see, the person who has no goal, who doesn't know where they are going, whose thoughts, therefore, must be confusing and filled with anxiety and failure and worry because that's what they think about. Their lives become one of frustration and fear and anxiety and worry. If they think about nothing, they become nothing. Now, how does it work? Why do we become what we think about? Well, I'll tell you how it works as far as we know. I want to tell you about an analogy that parallels the human mind. Suppose a farmer has a land and it's a good fertile land. Now the land gives the farmer a choice. He may plant in that land whatever he chooses. The land doesn't care. It's up to the farmer to make that decision. Now remember, we are comparing the human mind with the land because the mind, like the land, doesn't care what you plant in it. It will return what you plant, but it doesn't care what you plant. Now let's say that the farmer has two seeds in his hand. One of the seeds is for corn. And the other seed is a nightshade, which is a deadly poison. See, he digs two little holes in the earth and plants both seeds. He covers up the holes. He waters them. He takes care of the land. And guess what will happen? The land returns what is planted. As it is written in the Bible, as you sow, so shall you reap. Now remember that the land doesn't care. It will return poison in just as great abundance as it will corn. So up come the two plants, one corn and the other one poison. Now the human mind is far more fertile and far more incredible and mysterious than the land, but it works the same way. It doesn't care what we plant, success or failure. A concrete goal or confusion, misunderstanding, fear, anxiety, and so on. But what we plant, it must return to us. You see, the human mind is very mysterious. It contains riches beyond our wildest dreams. It will return anything we want. You might say, well, if that's true, why don't people use their minds more? Well, I think they figured out the answer to this one too. Our minds come with us at birth. You see, they're free. And the things that are given to us for nothing, we place little value on. The things that we pay money for, we value. You see, the paradox is exactly the reverse is true. Everything that is really worthwhile in life comes to us for free. Our minds, our souls, our bodies, our hopes, our dreams, our ambitions, our intelligence, our love of our family, our children, our friends, all these are priceless possessions are free. But the things that cost us money are actually very cheap and can be replaced at any time. A rich person can be completely wiped out and make another fortune. He can do this several times. Even if our homes burn down, we can just rebuild a new home. But the things we get for nothing, we can never replace. I believe we don't utilize the extents of the human minds 
because we take it for granted. It can do all kinds of jobs we assign to it, but generally speaking, we use it for little jobs instead of big important ones. Universities, they have proven to most of us use only about 10% of our, our brains or less. So decide now, what is it that you want? Plant your goal in your mind. It's the most important decision you will ever make in your entire life. What is it you want? Do you want to become an outstanding salesperson? Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Do you want to be a better worker at your particular job? Do you want to go places in the world and explore this world? Do you want to get rich? All you got to do is plant that seed in your mind and care for it. Work steadily towards your goal and it will become a reality. It not only will, there is no way that it cannot. You see, that's the law, like the law of Sir Isaac Newton, the law of gravity. If you get on top of a building and jump off, you'll always go down. You'll never go up. It's the same with all the other laws of nature. They always work. They are inflexible. Think about your goal in a relaxed, positive way. Picture yourself in your mind of having already achieved this goal. See yourself doing the things that you will be doing if you have reached your goal. We are living in a time of history where people are having nervous breakdowns, sicknesses of the mind, and many, many are suffering from a depression. At a time where medical research say that we know more about the body than ever, far too many worry ourselves into an early grave. We try to cope with things in our own personal ways without learning a few laws that will take care of everything for us. We bring these things on ourselves with our own ways of thinking. Every one of us is a sum total of our own thoughts. They are where they are because that's exactly where they want to be, whether they admit it or not. Each one of us live with the thoughts in the future because what you think about today and tomorrow, next month, next year, will mold your life and determine your future. You're guided by your mind. I once saw one of those giant earth moving machines with what looked like 30 tons of dirt in it. And there was a little man way up on top with a wheel in his hand guiding it. As I saw this truck, I thought of a similarity of the machine to the human mind. Suppose you are sitting at the controls of this earth moving machine. Are you going to sit back and fold your arms and let it run itself into a ditch? Are you going to keep both hands firmly on the wheel and control and direct the power to a specific purpose? It's up to you. You are in the driver's seat. You see, the very law that gives up success is a two-edged sword. We must control our thinking. The same rule that can lead a man into a life of success, wealth, happiness, and all the things he ever dreamed of for himself and his family. That same law can lead him or her into the gutter. It's all how we use it, for good or for bad. And this is the strangest secret in the world. Now, why do I say it's strange and why do I call it a secret? Actually, it's not a secret at all. It was first used by some of the earliest wise men as it appeared again and again throughout the Bible. But very few people have learned it and understand it. That's why it's strange. And why some other strange reason is virtually remains a secret? I don't know. I can't believe that you can go out and walk down your block and ask one person after another, what the secret of success is, and you probably would not run into one person in a month who can tell you. 
Now this information is very, very valuable to us if we really understand and apply it. It's valuable not only for our own lives, but the lives of those around us, our families, our employees, and our friends. Life should be an exciting adventure. It should never be a bore. A man should be living fully and be alive and should be glad to be alive in the morning. He or she should get up doing a job that they like because they do it and they do it well. One time I heard someone make a speech and as he concluded his speech, he said something that I've never forgotten. He said, in my years in the newspaper business, I have been convinced of several things. Among them, that people are basically good and that we came from someplace and that we are going to someplace so we should make our time here an exciting adventure. See, the architect of the universe didn't build a stairway leading nowhere. And the greatest teacher of all, the carpenter from the plains of Galilee, gave us this secret time and time again. As you believe, so it shall be done unto you. I have explained the strangest secret in the world and how it works. How can you put this secret to the test? And how can you prove to yourself that it works? I want you to take a test that will last 30 days. It is not going to be easy, but if you give it a good try, it will completely change your life for the better. Now, back in the 17th century, Sir Isaac Newton, the English mathematician, gave us some natural laws of physics, which apply as much to human beings as they do for the movement of the bodies of the universe. And one of these laws is that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Simply stated, as this applies to you and me, it simply means that we can achieve nothing without paying the price. See, the result of your 30-day experiment will be in direct proportion to the effort you put forth. Do you guys understand what I'm asking of you? To be a doctor, you must pay the price of long years of difficult study. To be successful in selling, and remember that each one of us succeeds to the extent of our ability to sell. We have to sell our families on our ideas, selling our education in schools, selling our children on the advantage of living the good and honest life, selling our associates and our employees on the importance of being exceptional people. But to be successful in selling in our way of living a good life, we have to be willing to pay the price. And what is that price? Well, it's many things. First, it's understanding emotionally as well as intellectually that we literally become what we think about, that we must control our thoughts. If we are in control of our lives, it's understanding fully that as you sow, so shall you reap. It's also to stop thinking negatively in our minds and imagine our greatest lives as we are designed to do. It's the realization that your limitations are all self-imposed and the opportunities for you today here are huge, beyond belief. You see, it's rising above the narrow-minded pettiness and negativity that's out there in the world. And last, it's using your courage to focus yourself to think positive on your own problems, to set a definite and clearly defined goal for yourself, to let your amazing mind think about your goal from all possible angles, to let your imagination speculate freely on many different possible solutions, to refuse to believe that there are any circumstances strong enough to defeat you in your accomplishment of your purpose, to take action uh, when your course is clear, to keep constantly aware of the fact that you are at this moment listening to the answers of all your dreams. And remember, 
Save at least 10% of every dollar you earn. It's also remembering no matter what your present job is, it has great possibilities if you are willing to pay the price. Now let's go over important points in the price each one of us must pay to achieve the life that can be ours. Number one is you will become what you think about. Number two, remember the word imagination and let your mind begin to soar. Three, courage. Concentrate on your goal every day. Four, save 10% of what you earn. Five, take action. Ideas are worthless unless you act on them. Now I'll try to outline this 30-day test that I want you to make. Keep in mind, you have nothing to lose by making this test and everything to gain. There are two things that may be said about everyone. Each one of us wants something and each one of us are afraid of something. I want you to write on a card what you want more than anything else. It may be more money. Perhaps you would like to double your income and make a specific amount of money. It may be a beautiful home. It may be a successful job. It may be to start an online business or maybe a happier family. Each one of us wants something. Now write down on you, on this card what it is you want. Make sure it's a single goal and clearly define your goal. You don't need to show this card to anyone, but you need to carry it around and look at it several times a day. Think about it in a happy, relaxed, positive way each morning you wake up. As you look at it, remember, you become what you think about. And since you are thinking about your goal, you realize it, it will soon be yours. In fact, it's yours already. The moment you wrote it down and you begin to think about it, look at the abundance all around you as you go through your, out your lives. You have as much right to the abundance as any other living creature out there. It's yours for the asking. Now we come to a difficult part. Difficult because it means the formation of what is probably a brand new habit for you. And new habits are not easily formed. Once a new habit is started, it will follow you for the rest of your life. So stop thinking about what it is you fear. Each time a fearful or negative thought comes into your conscience, replace it with a mental picture of your positive, worthwhile goal. There will come times when you feel like giving up. It's easier for a human to think negatively than positively. That's why only 5% of people are successful. You must begin now to place yourself in that group. For the next 30 days, take control of your mind. It will think only about what you permit it to think about. Each day for the next 30 days for this test, do more than you have to do. In addition to maintaining a positive outlook, give yourself more than you have ever given yourself before. Do this knowing that your returns in life must be in direct proportion to what you give. You see, the moment you decide on that goal to work towards, you are immediately a successful person. You are in that small group of successful people that know where they are going. Out of every 100 people, you belong to the top five. Don't concern yourself too much with how you're gonna achieve your goal. Leave that completely up to the greater power than yourself. All you have to do is know where you're going. The answers will come to you at the right time. Remember these words from the Sermon on the Mount and remember them well. Keep them constantly before you this month for your test. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. And for he that seeketh, findeth. And for him that knocketh, it shall be open. It's as simple as that. In fact, it's so simple, it is complicated in this world for an adult to understand. 
And that's all you need is purpose and a faith. For the next 30 days, do your very best. If you're a salesman, go at it like you've never done before. If you're trying to be an entrepreneur, work at learning more than you have ever before. No matter what your job, do it as you've never done before for the next 30 days. And if you keep your goals before you every day, it will be amazing at this new life you have found. Act as though it were impossible to fail. Don't start your test until you have made up your mind to stick with it. By being persistent and by having faith, persistence is another word for faith, right guys? If you didn't have faith, you would never persist. If you should fail in the first 30 days, by that what I mean is you find yourself overwhelmed by negative thoughts and then you've got to start over again. At that point, go another 30 days. Gradually, this new habit will form until you find yourself among the minority. They virtually think nothing is impossible. And don't forget the card. It's very important as you begin this new way of thinking and this new way of living. On a one-sided card, write down your goal, whatever it may be. On the other side, write the words we have quoted from the Sermon on the Mount. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Nothing great was ever accomplished without inspiration. See that during these 30 days of your own inspiration is kept at a peak. One way to constantly keep your inspiration at a peak is to stay motivated listening to audio, such as this recording. Play this recording again and again. And above all, don't worry. Worry brings fear, and fear will hold you back. The only thing that can cause you to worry during your test is to do it all by yourself. Know that you do not have to do it by yourself. All you have to do is to hold your goal before you and everything else will take care of itself. Remember also to keep calm and happy and don't let the little petty things annoy you and get you off course. I know this test is difficult. You may be thinking this, right? You're also thinking probably, why should I bother? Well, look at the alternative. No one wants to be a failure. No one wants to have a life filled with worry, fear, frustration, anxiety. Remember that you must reap that which you sow. If you sow negative thoughts in your life, it'll be filled with negative things. If you sow positive things, positive thoughts in your life, it will be happy, successful, and positive. Now, gradually, you have a tendency to forget what you hear on this recording. Once again, play it often. Keep reminding yourself of what you must do to form this new habit. Share this recording with your family or significant other. You see, most people will tell you what they know about making money without them even understanding that there's a law. The only way to earn money is provide people with services and products in which are needed and useful. We exchange our time or our product or our service for the other person's money. Therefore, the law and our financial return will be in direct proportion to our service. Now, success is not the result of making money. Making money is the result of success. And success is in direct proportion to our service. Most people have this law backwards. They believe that you are successful if you earn a lot of money. The truth is that you can only earn a lot of money after you are successful. It's like the story of the man who sat in front of the campfire and said, give me heat and then I will add the wood. How many people do you know that take that same attitude towards life? There are millions. We've got to put the fuel in 
before we can expect any heat. Likewise, we have to be of service first before we can expect the money. So don't concern yourself with the money. Just be of service. Build, work, dream, create. Do this and you will find that there's no limit to the prosperity and the abundance that will come to you. You see, prosperity is founded upon a law of mutual exchange. And any person who contributes to prosperity will prosper in return themselves. Sometimes the return will not come from those you serve, but it must come from somewhere else, from another place. That's because of the law. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. As you go through your 30-day success period, remember that your success will always be measured by the quality and the quantity of service you render. And money is a yardstick for measuring the service. No man or woman can get rich himself unless he enriches others. Now, there are no exceptions to this law. You can drive down any street in America and you can go around and you can estimate the amount of service given to people by the size of their homes. Have you ever thought of this as a yardstick before? It's interesting. Some, like ministers and priests and others, devoted people measure their returns in the realm of spirituality. But again, their returns are equal to the service. Once this law is fully understood, any thinking person could tell their own fortune. If they want more, they must be of more service. If they want less, they have only to reduce their service. This is the price you must pay for what you want. If you believe you can enrich yourself by taking advantage of others, you can end only by taking advantage of yourself. It may take some time, but as surely as you breathe, you will get back what you put out. Don't ever make the mistake of thinking you can avoid this. It's impossible. The prisons are filled with people who try to take and make new laws for themselves. We may avoid the laws of man for a while, but there are greater laws that cannot be broken. An outstanding medical doctor helped point out six steps that will help you realize success. One, set yourself a definite goal. Two, stop being so negative and down on yourself. Three, stop thinking of all the reasons why you cannot be successful and think of all the reasons why you can. Four, trace your attributes back to your childhood and try to discover where you first got the idea that you couldn't be successful, if that's the way you've been thinking. Five, change the image that you have of yourself by writing out a description of the person you would like to be like. Six, act the part of a successful person you have decided to become. The doctor who wrote these words is a psychiatrist, Dr. David Harold. Do what the experts have done since recorded history. Pay the price by becoming the person you want to become. It's not as difficult as living unsuccessfully. Make your 30-day test and then repeat it. Then repeat it again. And each time, it will become more a part of you until you wonder how you could have lived any other way. Live this new way and the floodgates of abundance will open and pour over you with more riches than you have ever dreamed existed. Money? Yes, lots of it. But what's more important is you will have peace. You will be in the minority who live calm, happy, successful lives. Start today. You have nothing to lose, but you have a whole life to win. This is your call to action. This is Albert B. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this recording. I hope you liked it as much as I enjoyed making it for you. 
If you know anybody out there who might find it valuable, please go out there and share it with them. I've been studying success for a long time, and I have found that there are two kinds of people. Those who are good at taking action and making it happen, and those that are good at making excuses. You can't be both. If you're the one that is good at making excuses, I hate to say it, but you're going to have a really hard time with this. The good news is you get to choose in this moment. You can choose what type of person you are going to be. Don't make excuses. Be someone who actually takes action. Click the link in the comment section below and take the 30-day One Fun All Way Challenge. I believe in you. I believe in your dreams. I believe you can become the person you need to be. In order to do something that you've never done, you have to be someone you've never been. Step up. It's time to become who you need to be. You can do it. Let's take action.